if it's enough to kill one person, if it's enough to injure one person, that matters to us. That life is precious and he has no right to disrupt another individual's life. Six months after 9-11, a man named Dr. Chaos hid seven boxes of cyanide underground. He recruited teenage followers to join his realm of chaos. And then it was over. Police arrested Dr. Chaos. Who sometimes goes by the name Dr. Chaos because he has allegedly indicated that he enjoys causing widespread havoc. Joseph Konopka went to federal prison for nearly 20 years. And his story became a distant memory until now. I'm Joe Donlan with WGN-TV in Chicago, and this is Chasing Chaos. Joseph Konopka went to prison in his 20s. Today, he's in his 40s, and he's a free man. But where is he? To find out, we had to go into Packer territory. Kanopka's hometown is just south of Green Bay. So it's a rainy Wednesday, and we are at the Illinois-Wisconsin border. Photographer Kevin Dolman has pulled over and is getting pictures of the Wisconsin welcomes you sign as we head north. We've tried every number we could find for Joseph Kanopka. We've left messages with his family, and now we're just going to head toward Green Bay and see if we can find him. As we cross over the border, we're not sure what we'll find. Three hours later, we arrive in De Pere, a few miles south of Green Bay. De Pere has a quaint, small town feel. There's a river walk where you can watch the rapids flow over the dam, or maybe head to the theater and catch a movie. It was here where Joseph Kanopka built his reputation and embraced his nickname. We stopped off at McGeorge's Pub, where we met former utility worker Wayne Galarno. You remember this case? I, I, I vaguely remember it, you know, been a while, but uh, this is since I worked for a utility company, you know, you do hear stuff. Galarno heard about the time Joseph Kanopka messed with an electrical grid, turning off the power in an entire town. It's like, uh, this is not good. This is not good, it affects a lot of people. But apparently, that's exactly what Kanopka wanted to do. Before he was Dr. Chaos, Kanopka grew up on sort of a family compound, about 15 acres outside of town. Growing up, he was a smart kid. According to court documents, Kanopka was described as a computer genius, but perhaps bored or unchallenged, he dropped out of high school. Several of the addresses we found are on the same street for family members. Now we are on it, it's a very private, secluded, basically a dead end, cheese curd trucks <laughs> as we enter, and a number of farms, blackberry bushes, and cows. Welcome to Wisconsin. That's nine, keep going, it's the next one. So that's one of the houses there. Sure looks like there are a lot of cars around, but whether anyone is here, We'll find out. According to court records, Kanopka was mostly raised by his grandparents. His mother popped in and out of his life, and he never met his father. When his grandparents passed away, an aunt and uncle took over. No answer. Still no luck. When we tried the house next door, though, there was a vehicle pulling out. Hi, we're looking for Joe. 
Joe. Joe. <laughs> He's not here. Are you Daniel or yeah. are you? I'm Joe Donlin with WGN. It was Kanopka's uncle, Daniel. I'm fascinated with his story and we're just trying to catch up with him and tell it uh, a little bit. I know he just recently got out, right? Uh -huh. Yep. How's he doing? Good. Yeah, he's in uh, Chicago. Is he? Yeah. And uh, he's got a job in an apartment. You think he'd be willing to talk with us? I'd have to ask him. Is he doing better? I think he's doing good. Yeah. yeah. He's on the uh, straight and narrow. I mean, you think he's gotten his life together? I hope so. 20 years is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Our conversation ended with his uncle promising to get back to us. Thanks for your time, yep. sir. Yep. Take care. And he wanted me to call him back tonight, so we will do that right now and see what he says. Hi, this is Napska. Away from the phone right now. If you leave a message, I'll return your call as soon as possible. Thank you. Hey Dan, it's Joe Donlin from WGN. It's a little after six. We left our number and asked him to contact Joseph to see if he'd be willing to talk with us, but we didn't hear back. As a teenager in Wisconsin, Kanopka was arrested for vandalism. He knocked down mailboxes and lamp posts and tried to break into some cars. He was sentenced to 10 months in jail, but he was just getting started. How does this work? It cuts the power to that line? Yes. Which is going into town? Yep. Jail time didn't stop Kanopka. He targeted an electrical substation on the side of a road in Algoma, Wisconsin. So he's just driving along and sees this and targets it for some reason, huh? That's all I can imagine. I, I can't imagine any other reason why. Pete Hack runs the utility. He was there when it happened. I, I don't have an explanation for why you would monkey with a switch of 69,000 volts, but he did. This is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. And you can't imagine? Nope, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it myself, I guarantee you that. When Kanopka flipped the switch, it caused a powerful arc that lit up the night sky, ultimately cutting all the power to the town. According to court documents, Kanopka and his two young associates would find a nearby hilltop and watch the show. And the chaos didn't end there. According to court records, Kanopka damaged an air navigation facility in 1998. In 1999, he used his computer expertise to illegally access private networks. And in 2000, Kanopka tried to start a fire at a remote radio tower. All right, here we are, about 25 minutes southwest of Green Bay. We are looking for a radio tower that Kanopka damaged. There it is. You'd have to really know what you're doing in order to do the most damage possible without killing yourself with the power that's involved in this. It's interesting, most of these locations that he picked are very remote and small, but clearly all of them have the potential to impact a lot of people. All of this happened before Kanopka came to Chicago, where he hid seven boxes of cyanide under a Blue Line station. Kanopka absolutely knew what he had. He knew that the substance that was in his possession um, was 
a deadly toxin. He admitted to that fact, so there's no ambiguity there. That's FBI Special Agent Siobhan Johnson. In his plea agreement, he admitted quite a number of disturbing facts, and those had to be addressed. And uh, unfortunately, that included a, a long, long sentence for this particular individual. But the important thing to realize is that the system is set up to deal with offenders like this in a specific manner to ensure that he is not out there wreaking havoc on the public and that no one has to fear for their lives. Kanopka was sentenced to 13 years for possession of the cyanide he hid under the blue line. The judge in Wisconsin added another seven years for his crimes there. When people are incarcerated in a supermax facility, it is generally because their offenses are some of the worst that we see. And so it's imperative that we keep that individual away from the general population. But Dr. Chaos has served his time and he's out of prison. But where is he? Joe, how are you doing? I'm Joe Donald with It took a while, but we found him. Hear from Dr. Chaos for the first time since he was released from prison as we continue our series, Chasing Chaos. I'm Joe Donlan. This is a Nexstar production with writer and producer Marsha Bartell, photographer Kevin Dolman, and editor Brian Say. <laughs>